Hi guys and welcome back to Paranormal Hotline, the weekly paranormal podcast. My name's Kaylee and I'm joined by my co-host Michael. Hey. So Michael, what do you know about reincarnations? This is funny because this is the second this is the second time we're recording this part of the audio, so it feels like a reincarnation. <laughs> I know, it's it's like deja vu, except I clearly remember the last one that bothers me. <laughs> So what do you know about reincarnations? It's basically like The Simpsons. That's where I learned about it. Yeah. Like a poo yeah. and his chart of saying like, I'm going to be a sea cucumber. Sea cucumber. <laughs> and then a tiger and then me again, which is kind of like, I'm aware now as I'm older that he's not going to turn back into himself, but it explains the logic. Yeah. Um, yeah, like being reincarnated is a big part of Hindu and Buddhist religions. Uh, it's one of those many theories that exists that covers the big question of what happens to you after you die. The idea of reincarnation is that you are reborn again either as a newborn baby or as some form of animal. I Like, we kind of come from a Catholic background, so I was always told as a kid that when you die, you just go to heaven and you spend the rest of eternity there. But, like, everybody has their own interpretations. Uh, I think the good place is the best version of the afterlife. Yeah, the good place is a great one, actually. But I always thought that I thought when I was a kid, because like we kind of we were kind of raised to respect other religions and stuff. I always thought that like whatever religion you belonged to, those were your rules. You know what I mean? Like like if you were part of the Hindu or Buddhist religion, you would reincarnate and stuff. But if you were part of the Catholic religion, you went to heaven. I know what you <laughs> it was mean. Almost like, like a pick and choose, like yeah. No, there's yeah. a few things I've been reading lately that are kind of like that the, the way I think of it is like that door in Nightmare Before Christmas each one has a different logo on it and you just yeah. go through whichever one is meant for you <laughs> yeah but I, I always thought that's how it kind of worked when I was a kid um, I never really questioned it or I never thought like I, I don't know because like there's this thing with the Catholic religion that if you're not born Catholic or you don't accept the Catholic religion that you're going to hell we were never really taught that. Yeah, the way we were taught really it was just like about. if you're not Catholic as long as you're a good person you should be grand yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Exactly it. But I've always heard these incredible stories of young kids who can actually recall their past lives in like amazingly vivid detail. So I wanted to cover a few of these stories today and get your opinion on the whole thing. Are these kids really recalling these memories from their past lives, or is it just another case of kids making things up? Because it is very similar to like when kids talk to ghosts and stuff, and they're like, "Oh, it's I'm talking to you know my great grandfather." They'll name them and everything, and it's like, did the kid just overhear that somewhere? they just you know heard it from somebody else or picked it up when someone was talking to somebody else and they learned it when it comes to people like oh my kid was talking to his granddad there is some stories though you read it and it was like oh yeah i had a second family or whatever when he's talking yeah. about the granddad they're like okay crazy little bastard make enough stories and then they'll find out two <laughs> months later that the granddad had yeah. like 17 more children yeah exactly so there is like weird shit like that too okay so i'll start with the first kid anyway so, born in Seattle in 1991, Sanma Wangdu was only two years old when he realized he was actually the fourth reincarnation of the original Tibetan Lama Dezong Rinpoche I. Lama is the Tibetan word for guru, by the way. And sorry as well if I mispronounced that entirely. I, I tried my best. <laughs> the realization was the accumulation of a number of signs that had been accumulating since before the boy was even born. These include the visions of his mother and her own Lama, as well as the words of the third reincarnation of Dezong. So it was the guy right before this kid was born. Um, he actually said to his followers, I will be reborn in Seattle. So he told people before he was dead even that he was going to be reborn in Seattle. 
Which is kind of strange because it's such a random place to pick, I think. I was just thinking, could he pick where he came back? I don't know if he could pick or if he could just see where he was coming back. Either way, Seattle? That's a bit strange, like. I just think of Frasier. He didn't want to miss Frasier. <laughs> so the kid moved over there and everything, and he still lives there today, and he's in his 20s now, um, and he still lives as the fourth reincarnation of the Tibetan Lama. I think that's pretty cool, but yeah, it does. It really does remind me of Avatar. Obviously, it's the same principle, you know? Are they bald? I assume they're all, like, they shave their heads, don't they? I don't think so. Sometimes they can have, like, hair styles and stuff. Yeah, but you're not going to see one of them with a fade. Well, what do you think? Do you think that, like, it's that everybody has... But it's not possible for everybody to be a reincarnation, for first of all. Because the population just keeps expanding, right? Pretty much every year is the highest year on record for the population of Earth. But yeah. it might make sense another way if it's, like, all your reincarnations don't have... It depends on how time works with a reincarnation. I would assume that it's, like, you're born, you die... And then after you're dead, you're born again, like, within a couple of years, you know? Yeah, but, like, what if your reincarnation comes back and it can live during the same time that you're alive? As you lived. Yeah, so I was thinking say, that too, but that, that really fucks me up, man. Let's say one person... <laughs> I don't like that at all. There's two people at the very start, like, yeah. for argument's sake. Not because I'm raised Catholic. What are they called? Adam and Steve. Adam and Steve, let's go. Let's say now, Adam and Steve have two kids, but then they die. How do they have kids? Or sorry, they have four kids. Well, it doesn't matter. How? It doesn't matter. They have four kids, right? Two kids okay. could be like new people and the other two kids could be in reincarnation of the first two. So there is new people coming in, but there's also the reincarnations from the people who just like from the last line above it. That would just mean it would keep getting bigger and bigger, which would fix the whole population thing. Yeah, that's fucked up. I don't like that. Like, what would you do if you re if you ran into someone who was just, just like, oh yeah, I used to be you in a past life. Here's what you here's what's going to happen to you. I'd probably knock them out. They're trying to take money from me somehow or another. <laughs> that's true. If my reincarnation came back, the first thing I'd be doing is like, lot of numbers. So how would you feel if I died and in the future you have a baby and that baby turns to you and says, we used to have a podcast together? I'd be fine with it. All right, fine, fair. <laughs> <laughs> I had a better answer, but the energy was taken out of me on the first recording. <laughs> Yeah, that's totally fair. Maybe right. that's why so many people have depression. They've just gotten bored with They're reincarnation. Just sick of life. Man, if you could remember every life. Oh, I thought that was really interesting. And it's one of the, like, it's actually connected to a religion there to do with reincarnation. But this next one doesn't. So this next story is about a kid who believes that he lived a past life in the military during World War II. Sorry, if he, like, had a past life in the military that he was aware of, was he really well behaved? I don't know. I don't know if it's like you have the memories, but you're still a child, you know? Yeah, his parents first realized that he had these memories when he woke up from a nightmare at two years of age, screaming, airplane crash, plane on fire, little man can't get out. He also knew details about World War II aircraft that would it, it would seem impossible for a toddler to know. For instance, when his mom referred to an object on the bottom of the toy plane as a bomb, James corrected her by saying it was a drop tank. Another time, he and his parents were watching a History Channel documentary, and the narrator called a Japanese plane a zero. James insisted that it was a Tony, and in both cases he was correct, so he was right about the actual anatomy of the plane. Which is very- it's just a lot of information for a kid to know, I think. 
kids know really specific things. My girlfriend's nephew has this thing with tractors where just walking down the road and pointing to him and be like, hey, what's that? And he'll tell you like the top speed and the leaders, how many leaders it can hold and everything. Tractors are like a thing here where like I was reading about some yeah. girl who was brought home from a date on a tractor. How disappointed would your mother have been if like she woke up one Sunday morning, she seen you getting dropped off on a tractor? I think my mother's at like that top level of disappointment already. So it won't make a difference, really. Uh, anyway, yeah, so the boy said that he he had also been known as James in his previous life as well, and that he'd flown on a ship named the Natoma. He'd flown off of a ship, so it was like one of those barges, I'm pretty sure. The family discovered a World War II aircraft carrier called the USS Natoma Bay. In its squad- squadron was a pilot named James Huston, who had been killed in action over the Pacific. James talked incessantly about his plane crash, and was disturbed by nightmares of a few times a week. His desperate mother contacted a past life therapist, Carol Bowman, for help. Bowman told his mom not to dismiss what James was saying and to assure him that whatever happened had occurred in another life and body and he was safe now. And his mother followed her advice and James's dreams diminished. So a lot of these stories, the kids, like they tend to forget these memories when they get older. Yeah, they I don't know if like, they're going out of the phase or if it's, yeah, yeah. Or if it's like the memories are actually fading, you know? It could be one of those things though where like kids are there's a certain point where kids are like not drooling things that are just there but also not proper people there's like this really weird unruly stage where a child can believe and somehow do whatever the fuck it wants yeah they're called toddlers <laughs> no even past toddlers like there's a certain age i'd say between two and seven where a child Jesus. can just do anything <laughs> That's a lot of time. <laughs> Did you hear about um, that child that got into Turkey with a passport that had a unicorn? Or it said she was a unicorn and had a yeah. bear on the front of it. Yeah, I saw that one. They stamped it and everything. Uh, have you ever seen that picture of the kid? That's like It's like a picture of a just-born baby. And it looks so pissed off. Is that it's the one that's just like given frown. the face? It's like scowling at yeah. the doctor. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it's like making eye like, contact and back. shit. <laughs> it was literally like, I can't believe I have to go through this shit again. <laughs> That's what that face says. Imagine if you imagine if you had an awful life though, if you just hated life and like say if you like committed suicide or something, you just wanted to be done with it, and then you're fucking reborn again. <laughs> oh, I'd be furious. <laughs> you just did everything you could to get out of life. <laughs> Hanging off the rope, everything's going black, you see a tunnel of light, and then suddenly you're popped back out and you're just like, oh for fuck's sake. <laughs> There's a doctor slapping you on the ass. <laughs> eh, what kind of doctor? Anyway. I was so interested by this, and uh, one of the first things that I came across when I was researching all of this was an article by the University of Virginia, and it's advice to parents of children who are spontaneously recalling past memories. This is an official educational document from the university, from a school of medicine. It's so strange. It's bizarre. It's, um, it's how to handle your kids so that they can get correct statements. So they're doing research. They want you to contact them if your, par- if your kid is having... Um, memories of a past life or whatever to contact them and this is stuff what not to do so that they can properly research it so when your kid is like asking like telling you stuff um, it suggests not to not to not to give them anything not to be like oh what what was your name not to say anything like that but just to ask like very vague questions like do you remember anything else and to bring them into this place so that they can do more research yeah I feel like it is like if you give them any kind of thing it's like that kid who got interrogated making a murderer 
Yeah. You don't yeah, want to yeah, like, exactly. tell them the story. You want them to tell you. Yeah, that was awful. Like the policeman pretty much put the words into his mouth and were like, "You did this, didn't you? Didn't you? Didn't you?" And, and even eventually, at one he was point, just like, he was uh, like, "Yeah." And even I think at one point in that video, he even said like, "Oh yeah, we chopped her head off." He's like, "No, you didn't. You shot her, didn't you?" Yeah, I shot her. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. Well, it's the same kind of thing here. They weren't. They were looking for parents not to put words into the kids' mouths. But they are properly researching this, you know? It's not something that's um, immediately written off. They're actually interested in seeing where this goes. And I think the James case that I just told you was one of the first well-documented, well-known cases of reincarnation or whatever. But yeah, I'll just give you the gist of how the majority of these stories start. So I've read a few of them now, but a lot of them are very, very similar. And most of the stories go something like this. I was watching TV with my kid one day, and then they saw someone on the TV and said, that's me or it'll say I wrote this or I used to live there and that's 95% of the stories out there that's how it, a lot of them go yeah it's just small <laughs> stuff that has no backup yeah it's, it's nearly always like a, a like a black and white actor you know like from old movies yeah <laughs> um, there was one of a kid who was watching golf or something and apparently he was a reincarnation of a golf player I thought you would say he was a reincarnation of a golf ball. Yes. <laughs> Look at old he Billy. What's up with his dented dent head? head. <laughs> <laughs> they um, help him run apparently faster. Apparently, though, he is, he's re really, really good at golf is the thing as well, though. Uh, out of the 50-something tournaments as a kid, I think it was 51 or two tournaments in the kids' category, he's won 41 of them. Jesus Christ. So he's apparently like on track to be the next Tiger Woods, but... There was another kid who, yeah, he claimed he was like an actor from a black and white film. And like he named out a few things that the actor, act, actor actually had, like the color of his car, where he lived. Um, and apparently it was unprovoked. The kid just came up with these answers. But I find it a little bit hard to believe because a lot of this is just coming from the parents. And like you got to believe the parents too, you know? It's not uncommon for parents to try and make money off their kids. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's, it's really disgusting that way. I'll give you one last example of a kid. So this one is a bit strange as well. I found this one really weird. There was a girl called Barbo Carlum, and she claimed that she was the reincarnation of Anne Frank. She was born nine years after Anne Frank died, and apparently as soon as she could speak, she told her parents that they were not her real parents. She would say that she was in the wrong house as well. She was in the wrong home. She would also have nightmares that men were breaking into the attic door. When she visited Amsterdam, she was able to find Anne Frank's house without any directions or guidance from her parents, and knew the inside of the house's layout straight away. She even knew where Anne Frank's hiding spot was. This feels totally, totally orchestrated by her parents. I was gonna say, like, any celebrity that's reincarnated, I refuse to believe. Yeah. Plus, like, Anne Frank, like, that was a really big deal. Yeah, and it was, this was like, at the peak of... And Frank's the book's fame. popularity almost. Yeah, the fame. Uh, there are like, there's a load of them that are people claiming to be celebrities. There's a few ones of people claiming to be like US presidents and stuff as well, the reincarnation of them. And there are some people who really do look like the former presidents, but it's not enough to just look like somebody. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Plus, the, the, the population of Earth is so dense. What are the chances that you'd be reborn as an American. Like, you'd be reborn in America. Then there's also that theory we talked about earlier. If you have a birthmark, that's the place that the place where the birthmark is is where you were killed in your past life. Like, for example, my sister has a birthmark on the side of her head. And when she was born, the nurses actually said that it looks like a bullet wound. Do you have any birthmarks? Yeah, I have one, like, right in my spine. Oh, that's it, not like, nice. It looks like a stab wound. 
Jesus. <laughs> but as I think I said to you, like, it turns silver whenever I get a tan, and it's really weird. Ew. Get that looked at. That's not normal. No, it's like a cool anyway. looking silver. <laughs> yeah, that doesn't sound cool. <laughs> That's how disgusting. How? Does it ooze as well? No, like, it, it doesn't do anything. It just turns to a shade of silver, like grayish silver. <laughs> You're weird, man. Well, how? I don't have any birthmarks. Have you ever watched American Dragon? Anyway, in the American Dragon, there's a character and it's like, she's got a dragon on her like forearm. And I remember the character was like, oh, hey, like nice tattoo. And she was like, no, it's a birthmark. <laughs> what? It's like a perfect dragon. <laughs> that always stuck with me because I was like, how the fuck? <laughs> yeah, if my birthmark was a perfect, like realistic rendition of a dragon, I'd never stop talking about it. <laughs> So reincarnations, like, what do you think of them? Do you think, would you rather be reincarnated or would you rather go to heaven? Both of them, I think it really comes down to how much I understand about the place. Like if it's reincarnation, if I know I can pick where I come back, I can pick whether or not to have my memories and I can pick the time I come back, I'm definitely yeah. going to take that. Yeah, that's fair. That's fair. But I don't think you really get that choice. Reincarnation, I think you could be born as like, you know, you can be born as anything. You could be a worm for the next 200 years or whatever. Imagine me getting reincarnated as something in the ocean. Just screaming for an entire <laughs> life. Yeah, but I feel like... Yeah, no, you'd be fucked, man. What if you were a shark, though? Would sharks get hunted by anything? Yes. Oh, well, rip. It would be great if you could pick. If it was like the Matrix or something, you could just pick what, what kind of person you came back as. Whether you were born into a wealthy family or not. I... Don't know if I really do believe in reincarnation. Some of the stories are like, they're pretty compelling, but I don't know if I do believe in them for sure or not. What do you think? I don't know, because like when you mentioned the Dalai Lama stuff and all that. No, it wasn't the Dalai Lama, it was the Tibetan Lama. Yeah, because that's what I was about to say, there is a few different ones. Yeah. But the Dalai Lama is the only one I know, and again, because of Simpsons. It's a cultural thing where this person dies and they go and find his reincarnation and they give it like a test to prove it. Yeah. There have been children who failed the tests, I know that much. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure there's children that were like, they tested this child and it didn't turn out to be him, so they tested someone else. Oh, that's really... I didn't know that. That's strange. Uh, no, I, I, I know for a fact, I definitely read somewhere, although it might not have been like the Tibetan ones, that there is like a pass and fail rate does give it a little bit more like substance. Like if yeah, it's I possible agree. to fail it, there must be something that makes you pass it. It seems more plausible to me than like there's there's actual like substance to reincarnations but there's nothing to i mean there's there's um near-death experiences for people going to heaven you often hear stories of people like oh i was in hospital getting surgery and i died during the surgery and i saw hell or i saw heaven one of the two they'll tell a story about how it happened i definitely see how but we know that like we know that um there's a chemical that kicks into your brain when you die and it actually does make you see things and that's why most people see a light is it's a chemical, it's like one of the last things that your brain kicks in when you're dying and it makes like your eyesight, like like you're seeing a bright light. Although technically reincarnation, reincarnation is true to a degree. Consciousness wouldn't reincarnate, but like you get shoved into a grave, your body decomposes, all your matter goes into the earth, turns into grass, maybe a tree. Yeah, like, that's true actually. Reincarnation is true to a point, yeah, yeah. but... That's more like recarbonation. <laughs> I think it's the same problem that Star Trek teleporters have. Nobody knows how the consciousness works. So if you break down a body and teleport it somewhere else, is that really the same person or is that an entirely new consciousness with those memories? Reassembled. Yeah. Yeah, that's a that's crazy actually. That's it's why teleporters scare me. I'm more of a portal man. Yeah, I don't think 
there's any good reason for reincarnation, if that makes any sense. Because you're starting everything from scratch again anyway, so like... It's not like you have a past life memories, except for these weird kids who suddenly do. But other than that, it doesn't really help you. I remember reading a thing before, it was like, if a reincarnation was real, imagine in between every life you have to sit in a cinema with every one of your past lives and watch everything you did in life. <laughs> Just hearing them boo and cheer at you. Oh, Jesus Christ, no thanks. That's all we have at the minute for the past lives and re reincarnations. It's kind of a short rendition of it, but I just wanted to tell a few spooky stories. So we're going to switch over to a user-submitted story now. Sweet. If you guys enjoy the podcast, you can follow us on Spotify, like us on Twitter, and leave us a review anywhere that you can. Um, you don't have to, but it would be nice. This was submitted to us on paranormalhotlinepodcast.gmail.com. If you have a story of your own that you'd like us to read out, send it into us there or on our Twitter at paranormalhl. Hello, I'm Jess. I have quite the odd story I thought you might be interested in. I personally have no idea what could have caused this, if it was just the ramblings of a child with an overactive imagination, or if this could have been extraterrestrial or even paranormal. None of this is from my own memory, as I was only two or three years old when this happened, and only stopped when I was around six. I'm mostly going to be quoting my mother with this story, and other relatives as well as neighbours and family friends. It all started when I would wake up every single night shouting for my mum. After a while of this happening, she realized it was the exact same time every night without fail. It was 3.33 a.m. I know it sounds kind of stereotypical. It's kind of stereotypical for that to be the time in most stories like this. But to this day, I occasionally wake up at this time for seemingly no reason at all. My mom would be extremely frightened by this and refused to come into my room when I shouted for her and insisted I go to her instead. After I would get into my mom's bed, she would ask what was wrong. And when I woke up and every time I would say, somebody tried to drag me out the window. As time went on, I got more insistent someone was in my room trying to take me out of the window. She would try to ask me where they were trying to take me. And as I was only young, it didn't really understand myself and just kept saying, away out the window. In the end, my mum decided to ask me to draw what I was seeing. What I drew was my window and a planet with men with big eyes and odd shaped heads, along with very long limbs and body. I've attached an image of my mum's attempt to recreate what I was drawing at three years old, as an example. Towards the end, my sister worked late shifts at the McDonald's that is down the road, used to try and tell my mom she could hear me talking to people in the night. My mom never believed her. One night she came in from work at around 1am and supposedly heard the voice of an old man in my room. She went and woke my mom up in hopes she would hear it and believe what she was saying. My mom also heard what was clearly an old man. In shock, my mom opened the door only to find me alone fast asleep. However, not exactly in bed. At the time I was in a small toddler bed and she had found me, legs in the bed and arms as well, as half of my body was on the floor towards the door, as if someone had dragged me by the arms out of the bed. I only really stopped when I swapped bedrooms with my older sister after she moved out, and still no one knows what could have caused this to happen. So what do you make of that first opinions? I like the drawing they attached with it. They even said like they know nobody will see it because it's a podcast, but it is still nice to see. <laughs> it is nice. Yeah, also, it's really cool. I think I said to you before, the entire time when I first read this email, I was picturing the child as Lilo. <laughs> Lilo from Lilo and Stitch? Just that part where she's like, I was hanging off the bed with my arms and half my body on the ground. Yeah, it kind of reminds me of the Enfield haunting a little bit because that girl also, there was, a, there was a male voice that was coming through her her mouth or whatever. But it was like supposedly a ghost anyway this kind of seems like ghost and alien yeah but there's a lot of theories that like they're one and the same as well like that ghosts are caused by aliens and shit like that i've never heard that before really it's explain really, 
there's some stuff that like aliens aren't interplanetary but interdimensional so they'll come through like rifts that they make between dimensions and why that, do they look like ghosts then I'm getting to that they're not the aliens those are ghosts ghosts and aliens aren't the same thing they just happen to it, from what I've read right and I'm not saying I believe right. this but it's just some of the stuff I've read up Come on, come yeah, on, tell, but it's tell like me. Basically, the aliens are like rip holes in the dimensions and stuff to come over. And that when people die, whatever their afterlife is, their soul passes on to like a new reality or whatever. Like, let's say you want to go to heaven. There's nothing above the clouds, but it's the different like reality kind of thing. I'm confused. I don't understand. Okay. Wait, so like we... Wait, <gasps> what if, Michael, I didn't, click, I didn't click this together. But what if, right? You know the way there's, there's, there's aliens out there in the universe. Yes. What if you were reincarnated as an alien? Like, you could be reincarnated as an alien. If your soul just, like, went to space or whatever. That would explain why they keep coming to Earth. It's not like that they have any big scientific task to no. do here. It's just, like, <laughs> they're going to get really freaked out when they start playing with their butt. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. That's what so if, cool. Yeah, that's the bad thing about reincarnation, though. What if you got reincarnated as something really bad? Could you get reincarnated as Bigfoot? Nah, I think, like, whoever, like... Bigfoot's been around for a while. I think whoever has him had dibs. Oh, I get what you mean. They're just, like, not dying, so they can't respawn. Hacks. I'm just going to label this episode respawn. <laughs> well, there has been people who've said, like... Like, you know, people who've died and come back to life and said they've seen stuff. Like, these are two of the stories that I always heard as a kid. It's either reincarnation or... Um, yeah, kind of the light of the end tunnel, uh, near-death experiences. I really liked reading about those, because some of them were really creepy. Yeah, they were just really creepy. I think like once you've read more than a few, though, they kind of all become oh, the same thing. Yeah, they're all the exact same. I, I died, I seen a light, I heard a voice from someone that died, and then I came back and they were like, it's not your time. Uh, I think this story, anyway, the story is really strange. The story that was submitted. I don't know if it's like sleep paralysis, because kids can still get sleep paralysis and they do move around a lot in their sleep too, so it's no surprise a toddler was hanging half out of their bed. But I got really confused by like the planet outside the window. Yeah, that's another strange thing. Was it just the moon, maybe? No, I was just thinking, like, how big would it be for a child to identify it as a planet? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. That sounds kind of like, yeah, a figment of the imagination nearly. But, like, it, you know, I don't, I don't know. I don't know any explanation for what that could have been. You thinking aliens? Yeah. I'm thinking shadow person, shadow figure. Why? It just seems like a shadow figure thing to do. Yeah, but they don't try and drag people out the windows. How do you know that? Because I did an entire episode about it and I looked into it. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> well, this one does. <laughs> I don't know. It just sounds like a sleep paralysis demon or some shit. I don't think it's aliens. I feel like aliens um, don't leave that much clues. And they also don't talk like old men. And they're not very punctual. <laughs> yeah, exactly. They don't exactly come back every time. All right, guys. So that's everything we have this week. Um, as I said before, if you have any stories of your own that you want us to read out in the podcast... Email it to us at paranormalhotlinepodcast.gmail.com. Uh, thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week. Sweet. Bye. Bye.